Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. In all realness, the title of this podcast episode is really just a ludicrous lyric, but we really don't want to make it hurt. Unless, you know, it feels good. But in today's episode, I'm going to talk about whether BDSM is a trauma response. So I'll give you an answer for that towards the end. But I'm here for the kinks, subdom, BDSM, everything in between. I'm here for it. I support <laughs> I support all of it. Vibes. And if you listen to the Sex Life series, then you definitely know I'm like all here for it. So something I want you to be mindful of is that your sexual fantasies in the bedroom should also be coming out in your life. A lot of us give ourselves permission to act out or whatever, our fantasies in the bedroom, but we won't let ourselves have them in real life. So for example, we'll allow ourselves to be subdom in the bedroom, but then we won't allow ourselves to claim that we want and desire that in day-to-day life. Therefore, because we're not getting it in our day-to-day life, we seek it in a, we seek it more so, and it can be in a very unconscious and healthy way in the bedroom because we essentially need that. So today I want to talk about is BDSM a trauma response? You know, we're going to have a whole conversation about it. I've read tons of articles on this as well, but I'm going to break down my take on it because I've also gone through phases in my personal life where it's been interesting to notice the kind of sex that I've been wanting, needing versus like how my life was at the time. So firstly, I want to say if you haven't already gotten into womb temple which is all about womb healing everything if you've had miscarriages abortions sexual invasion of any kind if you just want to clear your womb space and connect your intuition get that money and creativity going then baby womb temple is the place to be because i have everything and then some in there including hip opening exercises so that you know, you can clear out your energetic drawer because your womb is not just your physical uterus. So make sure to check that out. We talk all about how to balance your period, you know, what kind of supplements you should have in order to have a healthy pregnancy, how to make sure that, you know, your health and everything is on point because fertility is a sign of full health. And yeah, there's tons of podcast episodes on that too. So go a couple episodes back and you'll find it. But yeah, let's let's talk about sex now, right? (laughs) So firstly, just because you're confident in the bedroom does not mean you don't have trauma. You may not. For some people, the thought or action of any kind of subdom in the bedroom can be very triggering because they have trauma that they haven't dealt with. So they stay away from that arena completely, okay? Some of you 
you essentially need that in order to feel something in sex. And I've gone through these phases in my life where if I'm feeling like I'm a little more in my masculine or I'm not really feeling cherished, loved, desired, wanted, you know, all those feminine things in my day-to-day life, then I will have sex with the person that I'm dating or whatever (laughs) or the guy that I got picked up by at a bar, you know, before now. But I would then need very subdom sex and more of that like BDSM king to actually get turned on. Like if he's not choking me, I'm basically unhappy. (laughs) If there's more of a slow vibe, I'd be very turned off. So I'm going to go into different phases of where you're in your life, like the season you're in, in a little bit. But what I want to say is For those of you that are constantly in a freeze response or you feel very numbed out and disassociated, you need more physical pressure, let's say, in order to feel more in your body. So you won't feel pain as much as someone who's really sensitive because you're not feeling enough in your body. You're not feeling in your body because you're not in your feminine and you're probably shut down. Maybe there's some trauma and you're covering yourself with a masculine armor, your heart is closed. So there needs to be so much more energetic penetration. And that can be, like when I say energetic penetration, that could be like choking, slapping, handcuffs, ropes, whatever. Um, I probably should have given a trigger warning for this episode, but I feel like you guys should already know that it's like always something like this. But um, Anyways, you would need those things to feel more orgasmic versus someone who's not numbed out or who doesn't need as much of that to feel orgasmic. Like they could want that, but they won't need it to feel, if that makes sense. So just to make something clear, just because you're confident in the bedroom doesn't mean you don't have trauma. Does not mean that you don't have things that you can heal, grow, and evolve and work on. Okay? Another thing I want to mention about having sex like this is one there's nothing wrong with it (laughs) we need to remove any stigma around quote fantasies or kinks in the bedroom I feel like you're all pretty update updated with this because you listen to me and you follow me um but if you're into this kind of stuff great if you're not also great we're all individual do whatever the fuck makes you happy right (laughs) like this is a very neutral but we take on the duality at the same time so I love being fucked hard pinned down choke slapped hair pulled but sometimes I also love intimate love making it depends on the vibe that I'm in and what my body is craving and needing and what I want and need in that moment sometimes there's also this line where you need BDSM not because you're dealing with some kind of trauma response You need that rough sex because you've had a rough day. So you want to drop into your feminine because you've been feeling so overwhelmed that you need to just get fucked. And the feminine in women and men, okay? Like when we want to let go, we will only be able to let go when you don't have any trauma. You'll only be able to let go when you feel like you have full control. You're holding down the fort. You know what you're doing. So the, like, I can surrender really deeply when my man is fully in his masculine in the bedroom and fully in control, 
fully penetrating me, not just physically, but energetically too. I'm like a starfish. I'm like, (laughs) I'll be relaxed and surrendered. (laughs) Versus like, if I'm in my head, I had a rough day and I'm overanalyzing, I'm not able to let go. So we've learned over time what we do and he knows that he has to put me in my place more to get me to be relaxed. So more of those BDSM vibes have to come in to force me into my feminine versus like if I'm already in my feminine, then he's not going to have to like have more force in a healthy way, of course, he doesn't have to have more force on me because I'm already there, right? And because I'm already there in the feminine and I'm already full, fully surrendered, like there's already polarity. So if I was already there, he would need, like he wouldn't have to put me in my feminine before he can go to his masculine. So This is all really interesting. Like, when you and your partner are super connected, you see sex as a dance. And sex can be so fucking healing, okay? When And I also want to add, if you are a crier, I don't know, before, during, or after, or maybe all, um, all that signifies is an energetic release. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just a very spiritual experience. And, you know... It's basically you giving permission, letting a man penetrate you, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually. And, you know, when a man is penetrating you with certain intentions and right kind of energy, it's like your heart is exploding. And honestly, lady, that comes from you healing your own shit. Okay. Like sometimes you might need really kinky, intense hit me, bite me kind of sex. And it's because you haven't felt the way that you actually want to feel day to day, right? But if you get to a place where you feel the way that you want to feel day to day and you're in a healthy relationship or even in a healthy dating situation, whatever, right? It's not about how you feel with the person. You know, you're able to open more naturally and you don't have to be forced open. And there's a couple of different points in there. So another point I want to make is that sex can be a very healing experience. And I feel like with all my sexual experiences, they've all given me, taught me, shown me something that I needed to see. And maybe I didn't realize it was there. Even when I was, you know, single and fucking around, right? And just like having fun, which I love doing, right? And no shame. I think that it's a very healthy thing to do if you're doing it with awareness, you know, fully conscious. But when I would have sex, they would all give me something different, right? It was healing in a different way, whether it was healing for myself, whether it was eye-opening, whether it was realizing something I wasn't feeling. Like, sex can be a very healing experience. And now, having done all the work, having healed so much trauma... When I have sex with someone that makes me feel safe and protected, right, and I'm adored by them and they're providing, like, it's going to be a very deeper healing, 
And when we go into sex with this open heart and this deep trust within ourselves and deep boundaries within ourselves, we actually allow ourselves to open up more. And by opening up more, we allow ourselves to have deep conscious sex with our partner, you know? And if you're single, save the shit for later. But it allows you to heal things from past relationships and past partners that are still there. And sometimes, like, sometimes sex can be like cervical dearmory, okay? This is something that I talk about in Womb Temple. We do yoni mapping and all that. And it's basically releasing trauma from inside your vagina. And a penis can actually hit certain points where you'll feel something and an emotion will come up or a certain memory and you just breathe and you move through it, you know? And it'll feel so good to have a man actually do that for you, you know? And if you're crying, like, when that happens, he's going to love it, you know? Because he's going to know, like, you're healing and letting go of something. And, you know, I've had really shitty relationships in the past and shitty men. And, I mean, even shitty women, right? If you're a man listening to this, I'm sure you've dealt with a shitty woman. But all those situations we need to heal from you know, we can still be holding on to it without realizing it. And the beautiful thing about getting into a healthy relationship is you can't heal certain things when you're single because they aren't being brought up until you're in a relationship. So then when you're in this relationship, you can really use sex and intimacy as a way to heal yourself, if that makes sense, and for you to heal your partner as well. So all past relationships can actually give us some shit that we need to deal with. So let's embrace that. We don't have to, you know, be ashamed of it. And if you're doing work when you're single and that shit comes up when you're in a relationship again, it is what it is. You know, that's part of being human. There's layers that can come up when you're in different situations. You might have thoughts that you healed all your sexual trauma, for example, but then you get into a sexual scenario and it happens again, right? And I want to remind you, don't shame yourself. Nothing's wrong with you. You're not broken. It's just coming up in a different way because you haven't been in this situation before. I thought it can't be brought up in this way. I hope that makes sense. Another point that I want to bring up is, you know, I've had clients tell me like them themselves or like their client, their partners are like, oh, I'm only polyamorous or I'm only into BDSM. I'm super confident in the bedroom. I'm, you know, I don't have any sexual trauma or whatever the fuck, right? Insert other situation. And it's so fascinating because I'm like, okay, so can you have like love making sex? And they're like, no, it's boring. And I'm like, okay, so you can't be in a monogamous relationship. And they're like, no, that's like the worst thing in the world. I'd be so bored and miserable and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hmm, interesting, right? And then I look at their case and I'm like, ah, this makes so much sense, right? Because many of us can put these labels on ourselves as a way to literally avoid the shit that we don't want to face. So we avoid this sense of being, quote, trapped in our childhood by only engaging in polyamorous relationships or we disengage and we avoid 
the numbness that we feel by only engaging in kind of abusive relationships or only BDSM. As an example, we do these things. You'll often do the polar opposite or the exact same to how you grew up. So my mom was very loving, nurturing, smothering to me. I love her dearly, but, and, you know, I mean, I'm a firstborn, no shame on our parents, right? Like, I'm probably going to fucking traumatize my parents. We don't mean to, but it happens, and that's the karmic contract we sign, and your child perceives something in a different way, and it is what it is. (laughs) So, because Mama Bear was a smotherer, I tend to go avoidant. I used to be anxious avoidant, but if I'm in a situation where I'm going into a trauma response, not that I'm getting triggered, but shit happens in our lives where our body goes into a trauma response and it can be very micro. I'll give you an example in a second, but I'll be avoidant. So for example, um, my last relationship, he would always pick up on me saying whatever, like there's an issue. And then I say whatever. And I like leave. Right. And then he would hold me accountable. Cause he'd be like, you're fucking avoidant when it comes to this, like you blow it off. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like good fucking point, you know? And I can't remember like any exact situations. They're not like triggering, but it's just my way of not dealing with overwhelm is to avoid some people's way is to eat, over-exercise, sleep all day, take some pills, smoke weed all afternoon, like, I don't know, whatever people do, right, to deal with their trauma response. Your avoidance can actually show up in different ways. So my way is blowing it off, and then I go to my to-do list, and I do something way. I just work. (laughs) I literally just work. So we all have those like trauma responses and a trauma response can be separate to a trigger. Just FYI, you could be triggered and go into trauma response or you cannot be triggered, but you just have your default trauma response. And that's because we're just fucking humans. Doesn't matter whether you feel from your trauma or not. There will always be new micro or macro things in our lives that'll cause you to go into some kind of trauma response again. So another thing with BDSM is it is, oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, what was I going to say? BDSM is, if you're, um, constantly in your masculine all the time, or you have this masculine armor around you all the time, which by the way, you should go check out and listen to the surrender meditation, which is podcast episode number two. So go back, listen to that. I still do that once a month, but Um, so like doing BDSM, for example, can be your way of getting that sense of femininity because you don't get that in your day-to-day life because you're heavily masculine, for example, or it could be the only way that you can let go and relax because you're constantly in an adrenaline rush and this output of energy. And the only way that you feel like you can get energy is by just letting go and engaging in some kind of BDSM. So also like BDSM isn't just being tied up and whipped all day like there's different types so yeah and if you are 
really sensitive because of your trauma, you probably won't go to BDSM because it'll, it'll be really fucking triggering for you. So for some people, what happens is in order to engage in some kind of subdom, they have to heal all their trauma. So for some of you, it'll be like you're really turned on by alpha males because of your trauma. And then for some of you, that's really scary and overwhelming and triggering because of your trauma. So it depends. It's it depends on how you respond with your trauma. So when I was younger and I had all my trauma, my way was to go for men that were not alpha because I would be able to control the situation and them and whatever, right? And now that I've healed my shit, I'm naturally drawn to alpha men because it gives me a sense of security. So it could be opposite for you, right? Like you could go for a passive passive man and not get triggered, but then you are resentful and hate your partner. Um, That's triggering, right? (laughs) So there's two kinds of ways and they're polar opposites in the way that your trauma can show up to in sex and intimacy and how you want to engage in sex in general. So I also want to preface that it's not a trauma response being into BDSM. So you can be into it and it's not a trauma response. And the way you know is if you've healed all your shit and you do BDSM consciously. So you can have love making sex and feel everything just the same as BDSM. So so you can absolutely have deep love making and then flip it over to whips and chains and whatever the hell, right? And you want to get to a place where you can have both, right? Like cuz one doesn't feel better than the other. Both feels good. They're done consciously and it's not because you're not feeling it's because of the mood that is set at that moment right for like for example how i want to have sex right like it's less about what i need and rather what i want in that moment if that makes sense so another thing that i want to mention is how bdsm can actually be a trauma response so Some women are very overly sexual and like in the way that they present themselves and hey, there's nothing fucking wrong with that. You know, there's some pictures, you know, I make dancing videos on Instagram and there's some naked pictures of me on fucking Instagram covered in glitter, but still, you know, essentially naked. Um... So yes, I've totally embraced my wild woman side, but of course, there's also the part of me that is very feminine and conservative. And of course, you know, if my man were to be like, hey, I don't want you posting that kind of stuff, I wouldn't because that to me is hot. It's not like a control thing. It's like, damn, that's sexy. Like he wants it all for him. You know what I mean? Um... And also in the event that, like, his family or friends were, like, watching my shit, which, I mean, my work's not for everyone, but it is what it is, right? Um, Also, I was going to say something else. Uh, As long as it's in in a healthy way, I think that's all that matters, you know? Um, As long as it's not, like, giving the silent treatment and leaving or, or some bullshit, that's just, like, very immature you know and I mean who knows like 
he might be like, hey, like, send me that picture first instead of posting it just so he's like, I get dibs and I get to see this first, you know? I think that's hot, so. So anyways, my point being is women that are overly sexual, it's also for validation, right? It's because they deeply crave and want a man's love, attention, validation, and to be claimed. And they think that the only way to get that is through being sexual. So they do that because they are wanting something. And if you do that, there's no shame on you for doing that. It's your way of trying to seek love and validation. You know, that seeking of love and validation, for example, is what we need to heal because there's so many other ways to get that love and validation without needing to engage in that. And will you always attract in the most healthy relationships if you're only putting out your sexuality? Probably fucking not because really grounded masculine men, they want to uncover you. I want the mystery I don't want to just know every inch of you from seeing you, for example, right? Like, I want that unknown that I have to figure out for myself, that I have to uncover. And I know that can be kind of hard for some of us because our Instagram shows our entire lives. But, you know, that's why, like, not following each other on social media is actually a great thing because it keeps that mystery, Like, for me, my Instagram is pretty much my business, right? My passion and stuff. It's not stuff that's going on in my personal life. Like, you have to be in Telegram, which is my monthly subscription for $20 to know what my personal stuff is. But I also don't put my entire life on there, you know, because I'm not trying to trauma bond with my clients. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'm a pretty private person and you can, I could be posting all day and you still won't know what the fuck's going on in my life. So here's some things you can ask yourself, okay? Are you into BDSM because you feel sexier and validated by it? Do you feel more loved, accepted, and wanted by men because you think that it's sexier and it's better than not being into it, for example? Like, do you wear it as a badge of honor rather than something that's sacred and personal to you? So really asking, what is the reason behind it, right? Like, I think about my reasons behind wanting it, and there's moments in my life where I would want it because I wanted to surrender, which is what was telling what I needed in my life. But now, if I were to want it, it's because I just want to let go of my man, let go to my man, and let him claim me. It's not about me, but it's about the sexual engagement with my man, right? Rather than it being about like what do I need and me seeking that in an unhealthy way like I used to do for example so I kind of want to finish this off basically giving you some homework to think about why do you enjoy it what is it that it gives you why are you drawn to it could you live without it because if you couldn't that's a red flag um if you can't live without something you're probably addicted and that's a bad thing um why do you enjoy it? What does it give you? Really think about it. Can you also have slow, intimate sex? And sex is sacred, but it's also not, okay? Like, I see both sides. And the whole, like, sex is sacred, like, you don't want to have sex with just anyone and exchange your energies and stuff. Like, yes, but that's, like, for spiritual newbies. Like, you need to fucking clean your shit up, like, your vessel up. Um, 
for me at this point, like, um, pretty, like, evolved women, spiritually evolved women, I could totally go to a fucking bar and get picked up and go have someone fuck my brains out, you know, like, and there would be nothing attached to it at all, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know, if you're single and you just need to get fucked, I completely support you, and I get that, no shame whatsoever, been there done that and it's actually not necessarily a trauma response per se it could literally be like the urge to want to get fucked separate from your trauma and it is what it is right like these situations are very individual so I can't tell you if you're doing it in a trauma response or not unless until I know why it's come up what your day and your week's like and what your trauma is so no shame and sometimes you just gotta get fucked and sex could be sex you know it doesn't always have to be sacred but it also is sacred, you know, it also is something like keeping that mystery, keeping it to yourself is kind of a nice thing sometimes. And it's not that you shouldn't share or publicize it like I publicize it, right? But what I'm trying to bring to you guys is see whether you're triggered by the idea of not publicizing it. For example, like if you put it on your Instagram, because if you're okay, so if you get like validation by publicizing it then it's like okay that's a trauma response right because it's like you need the bdsm to feel like you're enough or to feel loved or validated and then you're sharing it to feel validated by the public eye right so i want us to also recognize that sex can be something that's really sacred and personal to us and with that knowing that sex is a sacred intimate vulnerable experience an energetic um energetically sensitive you know it's also it's truly nourishing right like it's not coming from a place of numbness or disassociation or anxiousness like it's coming from this deeply grounded heart space So that's what I want to give to you. I want to make sure that we're all having the best, healthiest sex, the most nourishing sex. (laughs) Um, I'm going to leave the episode there. I hope that you love this. Please make sure to go back and listen to the Sex Life series because it's so fucking good. I talk about BDSM and everything in there too and Subdom as well. So if you go to the podcast directory on my website, bloomshakti.com, go down to sex, I think it's sex yeah it's just the topic is sex so it'll be under there but yeah and reminder womb temple we are over halfway done i want to say we're pretty much done because we only have one call left at this point and it's all q a but i have another amazing program launching and it's all about fucking deep trauma healing it's going to be called shuck the alchemy so more details coming soon I hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on Instagram, Boom Shakti. Help me to live my purpose, adding value to others' lives. To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.